0: So starting the uh, Shabbos Daf Bottom line uh, Today's Daf is Kuf he. So we said in the Mishnah That Tzavik van If you have someone who is a Tzavik Whether or not His bris should be on Shabbos Or an Drogonis Someone who has simon in both Of a man and a woman So we don't machal, We're not machal Shabbos for them However B'yuhud For an Drogonis So the Gemara now is going to elaborate Taner Rabbanon ar The pasuk says that Shemini Yimal Basar ar-la-sai. So the, the Gemara Darshan is from Arla Sai, his Arla, Arla Say Vadai Dai Chesha Has to be someone who's Vadai, uh, uh, um, subject to having an Arla. A life suffix Dai Not someone who's misupic. Arla sai Vadai Dai Now the Gemara is going to give certain examples of what does it mean to be a Vadai. So Arla Sai Vadai Dai Chesha Babas, Valae Andragon is Dai Someone who's an Andragon is a suffix, maybe he's a woman. So he's not definitely. A machy of a bris. So therefore he's not included in being mechal Shabbos for him. Review diamond. No, Andragonus Dayhas a Shabbos, just like our Mishnah. But Anush Kharis. In fact, if Andreganus does not get a bris, he gets Karais. So uh, uh someone who has a Vaday Urlah is uh 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 Shabbos for him. So Not someone who was born Bene Shmashis, right? So if someone was born uh Shabbos. And he's, he might have been born on Friday. Or someone was born on Saturday. And he may be a Sunday baby. So if such a baby, you're not not—you're uh, not the uh, because maybe it's not the eighth day. Not someone who was born ready Okay, Ready has a bris. Be Shama says that even if someone is born with a bris, you still have to let out some blood because uh, that's part of the of the requirements um uh that's part of the requirement. Um uh basil I mean it's says it's not necessary. So now the Gemara is gonna go into this Machlaikas between Baishamay and Baisil. Avrib Shimben Alazar, Lai Nechlico Bishama Besila al Noilad Kishum Mo. Shama Isil not arguing over someone who was born gemalit. Shitzah Lahat meno Menodampress that everybody agrees that you have to let out a little bit of blood. Why? Make sure because we're worried that maybe there's an Arla aber- but it's 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 buried. So he doesn't have a normal Arla, so if you ever know the way an Arla is, Arla' skin covers covers the Ava. Now it could be in his case, the Arla is pulled back already, so that's why you don't see the Arla, but it's there, it's just buried already uh, behind the tip. And that's why you don't see it, so therefore you have to be Matif uh, uh, um at least to give him a breath. Um, so what are they arguing they're arguing over a guy who had a medical bris medical quote unquote circumcision when he was young and then he was either Maguire or for example he was a Balchuva. so so then he already had a bris so then does it wasn't done Brismila. he just had a medical circumcision Bishami says in such a case you do have to be Matif Dam. Because over there, there's no Cheshash over there that the guy uh, uh, um, has a hidden Arla, right? Has an Arla Kavusha. Because the guy had a medical circumcision. So definitely there's no Arla there. So there, Basil holds in such a case, you don't have to be Matif Dam. Um, but Beisham holds you do now. Amamar. So, so, if you recall, when we started this b'risa, the first thing the b'risa said is that our Lossai teaches us that you're, not for a, for a, for, you're only d'risa shabbos for a vada and not a suffolk. Then the b'risa went on to list a few examples of what's a suffolk and what's a vadai So the Gemara says, so what's the point of starting the b'risa by saying only a vadai and not a suffolk? That's, that's extra. So, I'm a marvisa, shabbos, what's that extra uh, phrase in the b'risa teaching you? says It's teaching us the following bracha, Ben Shiva For someone who is born in the 7th month we 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 are over Shabbos Now in those days remember, An 8-month baby did not survive. It was considered a, 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 a it was considered a, a, I think a Nefel. sorry, Nefel, right? A baby that was ultimately going to die. So, we're not Machal Shabbos because that's not considered a viable baby. You are not Machal Shabbos for for a non-viable baby ben ben What happens if there's a Suffolk where maybe the baby was born in the seventh or the eighth month? Shabbos. Then we're not Michal Shabbos. Ben Shmoina, The eighth month baby is mamish like a muksa. Do you hear this? It's almost like like you treat it like a stone, meaning that it's muksa. You can't even move such a baby. It's a little hard for us to understand what this means. I try to save it, whatever. But apparently in those days, eight month babies did not live. Like it was it was a it was a proven fact. So the baby's mom is muksi not allowed to move it. Aval ima ishaikominikis. So the mother can bend over and nurse the baby without moving the baby. Even though there's a, there's a suffix that you may come to move the baby. Why well, sakana? Because there's a sakana to the mother, to which uh Tosis wants to know why do you have to come on to sakana? Even if it's painful for the mother, she should be able to nurse the baby uh, for that reason. Okay, but you're allowed to do it. It's my we learn to Avama Alakha Kitanakama. Rav says that Allah is like the tanakama. Who held that the machlaikus between Beishame and Hillel is talking about a baby that was Gemalit? Okay. Shemal Amar, HaLachah <laughs> of Shemin Elazar. If Shemin Elazar said no, that everyone agrees that a baby was born Gemalit, you have to be makhtifdam. The machlaikus was only a baby that was born and had a medical brisk. So Rav Adabarava, Isilid Leahu Yanuka Keshehumo. So Rav Adabarava happened to have a child who was born Gemalit. The baby was already born with a brisk meal. So on the eighth day after the baby was born, it fell on a Shabbos. Ravada ran around to, to 13 Mayalim to find someone who would do the baby, but no one wanted to do it. In other words, not to, not to give a brist, there was no Arla there because the baby was born Gemallah, but to me, Matifta. Nobody wanted to do it. He decided to experiment himself and do it on Shabbos, and he ended up cutting off some of his son's skin and he made his son a Khrushchev. So he was very upset about it, obviously. So Amar, he said to his Chaviram, the other Rabbanim, he said, I deserve it, the Avri had the Rav. I no, had this coming because I was over what Rav said. Why? Because Rav said that the Allah is like the Tanakhama, who holds, the Rebbe's Hillel holds, that a baby that's born gemalid, you don't have to do a bris too. to. You don't have to be matifta. So Amar really, Nachman, hold on a second. You weren't over what Shmuel, Shmuel who says that I agree. That, that a baby that was Gemal you definitely have to be Matifdam but they only said maybe Shmuel says that when the Bisham Bishel agree that you have to be Matifdam that's only on a weekday who says that they hold that you're Machal Shabbos for that Shabbos Miamar, who who so therefore it's possible you even are there according to Shmuel's way of learning so the Gemara explains so what a Ravada Reva, was, was an Amairah so what was Ravada thinking so who Revada held that that the according to Rav Allah Benelazar we assume that the baby that's born Gamala goes back to what I originally told you. We assume that it's a Kavusha, it's an Arla Kavusha. What's an Arla Kavusha? It means the Arla is there, but it's somehow you just can't see it. It's hidden underneath the tip of the eva. So there, And therefore, that's why Yevada have to be Matiftam in order to give the baby some sort of bris. And therefore, that would be more to do on Shabbos according to Beis Hillel. Now, the Gemara says the itmar. Now, where, where does have Avada get this? Rabbi, Rabbi even said, hi, That according to for, for uh, That's why everyone agrees you have to be Yosef, Vada, holds that certainly, in other words, everyone agrees you to be tam because certainly is definitely a Arla Kavusha, and based on that, Ravada was going to be Matvedam. said further, "Where do I know this? That is an Arla Kavusha. It's definitely an Arla." That's suppressed. Tanya, because we learned in a Imer, says, Not arguing over the of a baby that was born matif Everyone agrees that. What are they arguing? whether you should be mechal on Shabbos to matif dam Bishami, mechal on Shabbos. as a So Rabbi Yosef says now, the cloud. The over now with that. Tanakamu argues with this Rebbe Lezer Kaper, it's Mashman that he holds the Mechal of Shabbos that we definitely Mechal El Shabbos according to everybody. So in other words Rebbe Copper says that they're arguing whether or not you're Mechal Shabbos meaning the, the Tanakama holds that everyone agrees that you're definitely Mechal El Shabbos and that's based, Rebbe would hold based on that so Gemari says, I call and How you know the Tanakama holds that, that everyone agrees in Michal Shabbos. Maybe the Tanakama holds everyone agrees you're not Michal and And the Rebbe Kappa says, no. According to Beishama, you are. According to Beishal, you're not. But the Tanakama holds that according to everyone, you're not. So it will come out. That according to everyone, Beis Hillel would hold. You never mechal Shabbos. According to the Tanakhama, both Beis and Beis Hillel hold that. According to Rabbi Copper, only Beis Hillel holds that. But since we paskin like Beis Hillel, you have no one to rely on to be matif Daman on Shabbos. So Gemari says, no, you can't say that because in Cain, if it's so that the Tanakhama held that nobody holds you mechal Shabbos to let blood, and Rabbi Lezer Copper holds that the Beis Shammai does hold that. And Kapra time to also Lashmina? Is coming to teach us the reasoning of Bayshamah? In other words, if everyone, but if the Tanakama and B Lazar both agree that according to Hillel, who we paskin like, you're not Mativdam, So what is Rebel Lazar coming to tell me? That Bishamah argues? Who cares? We don't pass like Bishamah anyway. So what's Rebel Lazar coming to teach me? Must be if Rebel Lazar Kapper is coming to teach me, that Hillel holds. That you're not Matif Dam must be the Tanakama holds, holds you are Machal Shabbos to be Matif dam. That's the only reason that Rebel Kappa could be coming. Because just to teach you, Beisham shita is pointless. We don't pass him like him anyway. No, that up. No, Tilma Haki Kamar. Really, the Tanakama holds that that everyone agrees you're not Machal Shabbos. Aye, so what's Rebel Ezra Kappa coming to do? No, Le Nechlu, is coming to teach you. Nechlu, They never argued on this. In other words Okay That the Tanakhama holds That everyone holds its usher To be Mechel Shabbos The Mechelikas was whether Even on a weekday you need to do it But Lezar is coming to teach you That no they never argued on a weekday. Everybody holds it certainly has to be done on a weekday. The machoikis was whether you're Michael You hear this? So the Tanakhama holds it's never done on Shabbos. So is whether you do it on a weekday. And Rabbi Elizabeth Kappa holds just the opposite. It's always done on a weekday, and the is whether you even do it on Shabbos. So it comes out that it, could hold that the it comes out that the Tanakhama could hold that you're not Machal Shabbos according to base Hillel. And Reb Kapra also holds that according to Base Hillel, you're not so the afore would come out. Reb Ada has no one to hold like. Good, uh, Jeff. Okay, good. Let's go right am Rabashi. now. So the Gemara says we have to wait. Yomashmini yimal basar So the Gemara learns out like this. Again, isha kisazria v'yalta zochar Shivas yamim. So it says over there that the woman is Tamei And then it says So we learn that like this The only one who needs a bris on the eighth day Is someone who the mother became Tamei That's the only one who gets a bris on the eighth day A woman who did not become Tamei Due to childbirth Her son is not does not need to wait till the eighth day But rather the first day You can give a bris already on day one says, and then it says, Okay. So meaning there's a there's a kind there's a um a relationship between being Tame from childbirth and having the birth on the eighth day. Hold on, cuz you go back to look before Matan Torah, uh, when there was no Tamma. Tamma wasn't introduced until Sinai. Go back and look at Avram and Yitzhak and Yaakov and Moshe. There later, right? Moshe was was almost killed because he didn't give his sons a bris his wife was not subject to See, Tzipari was not subject to toma toma didn't exist and and yet Moshe was mechlief to give them a bris on the 8th day Avram also on the 8th day he gave Yitzhak a bris so Malay, Nidna, Taira oh you're right before Matan Taira the rules were different but once the Taira was given the rule was changed and there was a, there was a relationship made between having childbirth toma and having to wait till day 8 to give a bris in fact the Gemara Eini is that true? Uh itma but we learned Yotse Daif and Amish waste arlas. A child is born with a C-section, a child is born with two Arlas. Either that means he's he's um he has two Aver Eivar, Avarim, or it means he has an arlo on top of another arlo. Arla. Ravhunavrabhiya Barav, they argue, Kharam and Makaalin of Sashabis. One says when Makal Shabis to give a breast, the karam a machalin. Now, i can't kindly like plead you only like arguing El, chal, l- 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 shabbos, whether you're Mechal Shabbos. But everyone agrees, everyone agrees that you wait till the eighth day to get my bris. Question is, you Mechal Shabbos on day eight or you had to wait until day nine? So, what are you telling me that there's a relationship between childbirth and childbirth tumma and waiting to day eight? Gemara says, Habah, hatalia, that that halakha of Be Mechal Shabbos is dependent on whether the uh, bris needs to be on the eighth day. So, in other words, the one who holds that a child that's born with a C-section is not, is not, um, um, is not, uh, is not, you know, you're not Mechal Shabbos, is because he holds that day 8 is not the appropriate day, and that's exactly why you're not Mechal Shabbos for a C-section baby. So, Gemara is saying that it's related. In other words, I'm really right, that a baby born with a C-section does not get a bris on the 8th day, and that's Tafka why you're not Mechal Shabbos for such a baby. Okay, kitanoi. Hanoy. Gemara says that that Rebbe Asi's halacha is a Mechal Kis We'll see the Brysa. Brysa now is talking about Evit Kanani. Now, Evet Kanani needs to get a bris when you bring them in. Okay, Evit Kanani, as we know, uh, um, when you acquire them, so they have to undergo a bris. So the Gemara, the Brassuk says, by in Evit Kanani, it says, Two types of Evet Kanani. Yilid Bias who's born while you own them and a Meknas of a child that is, you you acquire meaning they were born before you own them so Gemara now is going to get into when is the bris on day 8 and when is the bris on day 1 so the Gemara says like this now now the Pasuk says l'chem. The Gemara, one of them on the other is going to say it depends on Lachem if the baby is similar to you Lachem to you then he's gonna need a bris on the eighth day. So let's 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 go through it. So Yesh Echad. There's a baby who's born while you own them. Yilid Bayas means born in your house. So there's a baby born while you own it that gets a bris on the first day. There's a baby born while you own it, that's get a bris on the day eight. Yeshmitnas kasf shanimala echad. Give me one second. Okay. So and Yesh, then the Gemara gets unto him. Yeshmit Naskash Shinimala Echad. Here's a Eved, who you bought. That gets a bris on the first day when you buy him. It. Yesh miknas ketzur shnimel shemayna is a baby, uh kanani uh, baby that is circumcised on day eight. Yesh miknas ketzur shnimel echad. Yesh miknas ketzur shnimel shemayna What's the halacha of the baby that gets a bris on day one and day eight that you acquire? That is If you bought a shivcha and she gave birth, so you bought her and she was pregnant and then she gave birth, so zeh miknas ketzur shnimel shemayna. So there, the baby was born under your roof. So there, the baby gets an a, a bris on day eight. If you bought, she she gave birth, and then you bought her on day one. The baby gets a bris right away on day one. Okay. Now, what's the luck of a baby born under your roof that gets a bris on day eight? That's a regular case. So you bought a woman to be a shevka kananis. Then she became pregnant while you owned her. And then she gave birth. So you didn't buy her pregnant. You bought her before she was pregnant. Then the baby's born. That's called Yilid Bias. That baby gets a Bris on day 8. So Yilid Bayis, Shlimol Hashemayinah. Now, if Chama Amar, the one case we didn't get to is, Yilid Bias. that's day 1. We didn't get to that yet. So Avchama Amar, Yoldav Bila, Chama says, no, if she gave birth, and then you dipped in a mikvah, to make her Shechcha Khananis, by That is the case of baby born on day one, meaning like this. She gave birth and then you dipped her in a mikvah. Now, in order to make her a din of a Shikha kananis. she has to go and dip in a mikvah. She didn't dip in a mikvah yet, that she doesn't have a din of shivcha kananis. she also doesn't have a din of becoming Tumme, of Tummah. She's not like you. So since she's not subject to Tummah. She is also, that's called Yilid bias. the baby you owned, you owned the Shivta Khananis, but it gets a birth on day one. Hit Bilah, if she toivel, the and then she gave birth, Zau Yilid the That's a baby born under your roof, that's day eight, because there she's subject. She dipped in a mikvah. Once she dipped in a mikvah, she's subject to toma. If she's subject to Tumah, now you have to wait until day eight. So you see here this relationship. Between the shivcha kananis having tamei and the shivcha and the baby getting a bris on day eight, now the gemara says v'tanakama. So Reb Chama is arguing with the tanakama. So v'tanakama le'shonile. Tanakama it doesn't matter bein adila yolda bein yolda v'achakadila. Has nothing to do with tuma. Has nothing to do with tuma whether or not the 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 it has nothing to do with tuma whether, um, um, uh, um, whether the baby has a bris on day eight. The afakav the eni later. Even if the mother is not tummy due to childbirth, nima the baby gets the bris on day eight. So that is, it, it doesn't matter whether or not she's subject to tuma. Okay. So we're saying that Reb Asi's rule of tuma relating to the bris on day eight is subject to this brisa. Gemara so says, like this. Now it makes sense according to Reb Chama. Because we have a case of a yilid bias that's born on day one. What is it? We You live biased nima lishmoina. Miknas kessaf nima l'eched and miknas kessaf nima lishmoina. Right? So we said we said all these cases, and the Gemara now spells it out. What are they? Yoldav yachakachet bila. If she gave birth and then dipped in a mikva, that's how you live biased nima l'eched. That's how you live biased day one. Day one, bris. If she dipped in a mikvah and then gave birth. So now she's subject to tumah because she dipped in a mikvah first. Then when she gave birth, she becomes Tameh as a, as, a, as a mother giving birth. Then, so you live by. The baby gets a bris on day eight. If you bought her and then she gave birth, that baby is, it gets a bris on day eight and from You bought the pregnant shifka and then she titled again. So when the baby was born, she was already titled. She's subject to toma The baby gets immersed on day eight. What happens if meknas kessav nimo leechan? How do you have meknas kessav day one? She didn't title. Go and shalakach says shifcha Right. Where she didn't title, you didn't, you didn't own her yet. You bought her and the baby was already born, so she wasn't subject to Toma. There, the baby gets a bris on day one. So, according to Rep Kama, all you have to remember is it depends if she was subject to Toma. If she didn't dip in a mikvah, she's not subject to Toma. If she's not subject to Toma, the baby gets a bris right away. If she already dipped in a mikvah and then gave birth, then the baby's going to get a bris on day eight. That's all you have to know, according to Rep Kama. However, Ella Tanakama, but according to Tanakama, who says it has nothing to do with Toma. How are you going to have a case? All the cases make sense except one case. The case of Ella Yilid yachar. How are you going to have a case of a woman who you own and the baby gets a bris on day one? Why? Because the point is him has nothing to do with Tuma. You owned her. Once you owned her, even if she didn't dip in a mikvah, you have to. Even if she didn't dip in a mikvah, the baby, the bris should be on day eight. So, so, so he, does, he doesn't tie it to Tummah. So according to him, how could you have a, 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 a case of Yilid Bayis where the baby gets a breast on day one? Where you buy the fetus. So you don't buy a shevcha, but you buy the rights to the fetus. In such a case, that's not called Lechem. Remember I told you when I started this that there's a mandiyama that holds it has to be lachem, from the Pasuk lachem. Lachem means it has to be similar to you. Just like when a regular baby is born, a regular Jewish baby, the mother is Jewish too, is subject to mitzvahs too. So so too, a shivcha, the only time the baby's going to get a bris on day 8, it has to be lachem like you. Where the mother's a shivcha that you own, and the baby is born that way. But if you just born with the baby and the mother is owned by someone else, that's not similar to Lachem, that's not similar to a Jewish uh, 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 um, mother having a baby, and therefore the bris is going to be on day one. <touching> that's good according to any man, Mandiamer who holds, that you could buy a fetus without owning the body. However, there is a Mandiamer, but according to Mandiamer says, that if you would buy the fetus, that's the equivalent of buying the guf of the, of the Shefka, so then it's Lachem, Cause by buying the fetus, you own the mother too. So now it's similar to Lechem. Lechayra, the baby, Maika Lameh, what are you gonna say? How can the baby, the baby that in that case, will get a bris on day eight? So how do you have a case of you live bias where you own it? And yet the baby gets a bris on day one? You buy a woman on condition that she never dips in a mikvah. Oh, she never gonna dip in a mikvah. That means she's totally different from Lachem. She's in no way like a regular Jewish woman. A regular Jewish woman at some point is going to be subject to a mikveh, right? She's going to be subject to, to regular halachas, regular mitzvahs. This woman is never going to be subject to halachas that apply to Jewish women. And therefore, that baby that's born is not going to be a baby that gets a bris on day 8, but rather it's going to be a baby that gets a bris on day 1. Okay, let us stop here because that, yeah, new. we're starting a new union.